0: Hello and welcome to Manners Matter 2. This is not your grandma's etiquette. This is real-life practical conversations on how to be your best self. Your hosts are myself, Rachna Adianthaya, founder of Create My Change, which focuses on business
1: etiquette, image, and personal development coaching. My co-host is Julia Estevi-Boyd. International etiquette and protocol consultant with a focus on teaching real life skills important for your professional and your personal success. Hi, Julia, are you there? Hi, Rachana, yes, I am. How are you? Good, very good. How are you? I'm great. It's um, nine o'clock, isn't it? Nearly nine thirty. And guess what? I'm not having a gin and tonic. <laughs> what,
0: what is going on, Julia?
1: <laughs> no, shh! I'm having a cup of tea.
0: <laughs> um,
1: so, is it, is it the health
0: kick before the holidays?
1: Well, I think so. Yes. That's <laughs> oh, fair it.
0: enough. That's no, fair enough. Actually, I,
1: I it's it's the weekend. I could be justified in having a gin and tonic, but I chose not to today.
0: <laughs> well, good for you. I've got my um, I've got my coffee, um, and actually, I'm trying to decrease my caffeine intake. It's amazing how many teas and coffees I drink during the day, and I realise I haven't actually drunk any water.
1: Yeah, mm, no, that happens to me. But I used to drink a lot more coffee. I used to drink a lot, you know, several yeah. several times a day. Now I really just try and stick to one in the morning, sometimes yeah. you know, maybe a small one after lunch. But, uh, yeah, I try to go easy on it.
0: I think I the older it,
1: I get, it affects my sleep even. So my tea now is a chamomile tea because yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to take uh, a black tea because, you know, it might just affect my sleeping. But that's just an age thing. You don't need to worry about that yet. <laughs> no, I do.
0: I, I mean, I, I feel the same. After lunch, I won't have any more caffeine because it, it has such a impact on my sleep. Um, but you know, I do need I do need it first. Oh, you do, you it's, do.
1: You need that kick in the morning, definitely. I, I definitely need a kick in the morning.
0: I know. Um, we have quite a meaty subject today, and it's yes. all about um, family or family feuds or f- just family during holidays. Um, I know the holiday season is when we all get together with friends and family, and and. It's lovely, and you know, you have these images of everyone sitting around a table and um, eating delicious food and sharing in stories, but it's not always the way. And for some people, this can be an incredibly stressful time um, because we cannot choose our family, can we?
1: No, we absolutely cannot. And real families are not always like what we see in these, um, well, on social media or the seasonal movies that you get. Uh, for Christmas and Thanksgiving and everybody's around the table and it's wonderful. Um, so it's always good if you see a movie that's, you know, the opposite of that, actually. <laughs> it's real, <laughs> a little bit more realistic because, yeah, every, every family has, I suppose, some level of drama um, that can potentially affect, you know, if you have this sort of family event, there's always a risk that, you know, tempers will rise and or people will be upset or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting topic.
0: It's a hard one to navigate because you're all together. Um, and sometimes that combination of certain family members <laughs> together can also not be great. Um, and so we have a, a few tips um, to manage to manage it as smoothly as mm. possible firstly don't invite anyone yes <laughs> have a great um, that would own. be nice. <laughs> yes no, go away usually, for the holidays yeah
1: go, yeah, yeah. I think there's always I, some kind of squabbling when it comes to these family get-togethers you know especially if it's for an extended period of time I think most people can manage a dinner with their family, but if it's a long weekend and everybody's staying in the same place and it's lunch and it's, everybody's around, then I think it can be. You it know, can, and
0: yeah, there's a lot of a pressure for of the trouble. host when it's oh, yes. yeah when it's so, a long weekend um and you're hosting. There's just you know you're dealing with making sure everyone's comfortable, everyone's fed, everyone you know is happy, and that that's a lot of pressure, and you're on the go um, the whole time. And it can be incredibly, incredibly, um, worrying and sad if, if people aren't behaving. Um, and so as someone who has been invited to holiday events, I just say, be on best behavior, know that the host is doing their best, um, ask them if you can help or even better help, you know, and, be, be helpful, be present. Don't just sit there and watch them scurry around, um, mm. trying to get everything done. Um, that always surprises me because some people will just definitely sit there. I've had this experience. So they just sit there and watch you while you, you know, race around the kitchen, um, <laughs> trying desperately to get the turkey out and this out. And they just, you know, they're just enjoying their glass of wine and
1: I know, just no, no, no um, offer to help or consideration or whatever, they just sort of sit back and behave like a real guest instead of, you know, maybe being behaving like a real family member. But that's when tensions rise because, you know, if one person is left to do everything all day, this has happened to me, you know, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> You've been all yeah. day cooking and done everything. Yes. You've served everything up. Every such amazing time. And then you're stuck doing all the dishes while everyone's having Ugh. a wonderful time. The worst. And then it's like, come on, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When do oh. I get a rest or when do I get to sit down and relax? You know, but no, my, my family are very good, actually. You know, yeah. at the odd time. I get a bit frustrated, but no, they've
0: been. My family are very good. Yeah, it's, it's and, and hard. Sometimes, depending on my family and how helpful they are, I will allocate them jobs. <laughs> I'll say, "Do you mind, you know, putting this on the table? Do you mind getting this for me?" Um, I feel like the direction sometimes nice for them too, because sometimes you don't know whether. You're actually being a hindrance in the kitchen uh, when someone is in control and doing doing the cooking. You don't like, you know, too many cooks spoil the broth. Um, mm-hmm. don't, you may feel a little apprehensive about stepping in, um, so you can always ask someone if they wouldn't mind helping you with a certain task. And I always think that's quite nice because then it gives them something to do, and they know that they're not stepping on your toes. Mm.
1: The um, funny thing is, as a as a parent who has children who've left home and now come back home for these kind of occasions, it's interesting because sort of the minute everybody arrives, everything sort of reverts back into old patterns of how it was just exactly before they left. So there's bickering and then there's the younger ones getting teased by the older one and then the brothers getting teased by the sister and whatever. And it's all, a lot of it's in good humour and uh, it's great fun. But then sometimes, you know, this can cause potential Ideal awkward situations, you know, where mm. you think, "Oh, I do, you know, I don't want there to be a cat fight here, or I don't want there to be a problem here." Um, so it's it, it can be difficult. I think some families are actually quite. Um, I think some families have quite a lot of problems with this kind of thing, mm. because uh, you hear stories about um, one family member who doesn't want to go to their family for for. The celebration because they know it's going to be awkward. They know that somebody's going to ask them awkward questions, like you know, why are you not married, or when are you going to lose weight, or this kind of thing. And it's it can be really hard for these people to you know they want to be with their family, but part of them probably thinks I don't know if I want to if I want to put myself through this. So I love my family dinners. I love them, and you know, realistically, we all know how family events can work. There's ups and downs, but sometimes um um for some people i think it can be can be a, a difficult time when when it's you know an obligatory get together
0: i agree and if you are going you know it's so hard i um i know you know when people ask oh have you found you know have you found someone are you dating someone it's such an awkward question to ask someone especially in public and um that person has to then go no you know anyone or just be aware of the questions that you're asking and how that makes that person feel um we don't always do that And, and as you say we are subject to those questions too and you know how you feel so don't do it to someone else um but there'll always be those family members that will do that is there ever a case because I know um one particular family um they ban topics so they say there's no talking about politics there's no talking about you know religion or sex or any of that um because they had such a horrible experience over one particular Thanksgiving, that that's their rules. I, I think don't know that's a whether great
1: idea. I think yeah. it's great, and I think as a host, so if you're hosting, if, you, if it's your home and all your family and maybe extended family are there, I think you can say, you know, I think you're quite within your rights to say that certain topics are off the off the table if you want to. So you could tell everybody at the same time. Maybe just as you're all about to sit down at the table, you can say, okay, everybody, no politics at the table today. Let's keep that for later. And then you can say, I don't know, same for your phones, not today. Everybody's yes. phone, leave it over there. We're going to have a couple of hours around the table and we're going to have no phones and no politics. So I think I think that's okay. And then everybody will take it in a sort of lighthearted way and it's not offensive. It's not, you know, it just lets everybody know that it's to be a nice affair and you have not to... Sort of behave in a certain way. Quite often, actually, I warn some of my family members beforehand, mm. you know, it, just a, maybe not all of them, but one or two, a gentle reminder to avoid a certain topic. Um, because I know yeah. that some it will rub somebody up the wrong way, and they just go along with it for, for the sake to keep, yeah. I, you know, to keep the peace with me. And they go, okay, so don't talk to your sister about that, or don't say that to your father, or whatever. So, yes, yeah, I mean, and I think that's a, that's quite a good way of doing it. But I think you're quite within your rights. Um, it's probably more problematic when if you haven't said something like that and something does happen. It's like, how do you tackle it? You know. <laughs> Yeah, if someone
0: doesn't know, um, and that's why you've just got to be careful about what you say, Um, but not everyone has that level of caution um, or tact, (laughs) No better word. Um, Yeah, so there's definitely the uh, topics that are off limits. Um, But so I've had this before where you've had, uh, I know your children are older, but Mine are still young and you get a bunch of young children together and they're, you know, they're jumping on the furniture and they're jumping on the sofa. And it's fine. I can tell my children, um, please don't do that. And they know better. It's quite hard to tell um, friends or, or relatives, children, not to do something. And I do sometimes say, hey, let's not jump on that because you will get hurt you know you will I don't want you to fall and hit your head on the coffee table I say it in a gentle way but I'm always surprised that parents don't step in um you know I've had a situation I think I've spoken about this before where kids because we've got quite an open plan house and they'll run through the house and there's a rug under our um, coffee table and I'm always terrified they're going to slip and then go flying this one girl did and she knocked a glass and anyway thankfully she was okay Um, but the whole while it was happening I could always see this happening I was like oh god um the parents were like oh are you okay to her but then there was no oh okay we're not going to keep running. They continue to run. And it was, I felt very awkward because I also think it's teaching your children to be respectful um, around other people's homes.
1: Yeah, I, yeah it's about, it's, it's up to the parents really. I mean, I remember being um, at a barbecue, it was a really informal barbecue. Um, lots of children, everybody was outside. And everybody was eating. Children were running around, and it sort of became a bit quieter. And then realised that the children were running around inside instead of outside. Um, and then they were jumping on the sofa, and there were spilled drinks, and there was a broke. They actually broke a coffee table. I was just so glad it uh. wasn't my house. But um, you know, I think if if the parent doesn't say something, then you know you're within your rights to say something. You know, if it's your home, you say, come on, kids, my sofa's not a trampoline. You know, everybody outside or everybody to another room or let's calm down now. Or, you know, if it's not working, because some children actually don't listen. Some people, some children will just carry on, um, you know, oblivious. So I would definitely say to the parents, you know, that um, maybe in a nice way, you know, I'm a bit concerned, that chil- your children jumping on the sofa and I, you know, I don't want them to fall off or, or something like that. Parents have an obligation to supervise their children. But they also have an obligation, I think, to prepare them. I tell all my children, whenever they go somewhere, to someone's house, with or without me, (laughs) best behaviour, remember, say please, say thank you, and remember your table manners. And they've heard it so many times now. They just roll their eyes. They go, come on, you know. I know. Of course. But, you know, uh, not all parents do that because they just think, you know, their children are okay and they maybe don't think that because maybe they're quite well behaved at home but then they don't think that the excitement of being with other children the excitement of presents if it's a you know an occasion like that this the sweets and the chocolate that they might have the ice cream so they just don't they don't sort of think about it but this is I say this to my children every time and um but they hate it Yeah, they hate they, it. Well, they I hate give it. them
0: the pet talk too. Um, and I think it is important. It's just a reminder. But then you also get those children that are so well behaved in their own home and they come to yours and they're just yeah. animals. And you're like, oh, you've Freedom. been waiting. Yeah, <laughs> you've been waiting for this. Um, it's it's always, That always surprises me. Like, yeah. wow, how did this happen? Um, it, it is awkward. It's awkward when the parent doesn't step in. I think as a parent you really need to be vigilant about your child it's not a case of okay now I'm just gonna you know let them run loose because it's not my home and obviously this may be allowed in their house so I'm not too bothered it's like no you are on it and you ask the host if you know are they allowed to be in this room are they allowed to to do this um and if they're doing anything dangerous or running I'd definitely be on them and say listen that's not that's not on because I'm just worried about them hurting themselves more than anything. Um, and that's we more worried
1: about my house than well, the children hurting themselves. Uh, yeah, there <laughs> I don't want that my, I don't want my coffee table broken. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, but um no, I think if you know if you're entertaining at home and you know that you're going to have a lot of children or you're going to have ones that are perhaps a bit boisterous, then you know plan a couple of activities you know but have a couple of movies ready have some popcorn or I don't know if it's if there's if it's the middle of the day a treasure hunt or something to channel their energy um that will make your life easier so by spending a little bit of time beforehand preparing something means it will be a little bit easier at the time so yeah I
0: I agree Or something that will exhaust them. I always like to do flag football outside (laughs) for a bit. And then it's like, oh, look, let's put a movie on now. Um, That's sort of, you know, are you really tired? Children just never get tired, though, so that's my problem.
1: So you Um, get the children sorted and then you have to deal with the adults that are going to start bickering.
0: um, (laughs) Children are actually easier. The
1: adults, (laughs) I mean,
0: there have been points where I've thought, you know, it's much easier just to go away. Um, you mm. have a really nice break you don't do the cooking you don't have to do the hosting let's just go away but then it never happens because i know because say, it's family oh,
1: and it's, yeah. it's you know it's an occasion to get together and you know um and just enjoy but there's
0: there's always there's always that one or two isn't there there's always those contentious family members that you have to think oh yeah we're gonna have to invite them but we're gonna have to seat them at the end not next to so and so and so and so so there's a lot of planning that mm. has to be done in terms of seating just at the table because you don't yeah. want them to yeah, cause the offence. So.
1: I think it's um I think it's really important that you know people sort of think seating plans are for formal occasions or, you know, weddings and, and these kind of events, but actually it can be really useful at family events also, because if mm. you've got, you know, I don't know, 10, 20 people around the table and you know that there are a few that just do not get along or they bicker yeah. or they wind each other up the wrong way, then do you know separate them at the table? Yeah. Have a little seating plan, and then you know it looks great as well because people say, "Oh, I've done a seating plan. Yes, I've done a seating plan. The table looks fabulous. Everybody's got their own seat, and um, you've just separated these ones that um, can potentially ruin things for everybody." Mm. So I think it's a, I think it's a, a great idea.
0: What do you do? Like, so if you're introducing. A partner to your family. Ooh. Um, I would always prep the partner so they know yes. who is, you know, who may ask you the awkward questions uh as much as possible. But that's always a tough one, isn't it? Because you want them to feel welcome. Um it's with seating obviously don't put them next door to the uncle that constantly asks all the mm. questions, all the inappropriate questions. Um, it's it's a tough one because I know that some, uh, my family are great. I, touch wood. I, I shouldn't say too much, but I, I'm very lucky. Um, but there are always going to be people there that will <laughs> want to know all the details or want to ask some quite intrusive questions. Um, is there ever a point that you've interjected? As a host? Mm.
1: Um, I think so, actually, yes. I think, you know, I think I've had a couple of occasions. Well, actually, uh, actually, the one that I actually can't share with you <laughs> because it's just, it was terrible. But then I think you use like a distraction you know, if you've got a couple of people and something's happening and they're, you can see that, the you know, the questions are going backwards and forward and the conversation not looking good, then intervene without getting involved. So ask one of them to pass a food item from the table or, you know, I need to get, can someone help me with these drinks? And then ask that person to come and help you um, in the kitchen to get the drinks or or to do something like that, just to make that sort of physical separation for a moment, but in a discreet kind of way.
0: Yeah, or change the subject or say, hey, oh, I must remind you, so and so did this great thing and why don't you tell them about it, you know, and that changes the subject very... It's,
1: It's a good idea, but it's difficult to do in the moment it's very difficult to do that in the moment if two people are having a conversation about something that is getting heated it's very difficult to find a way of changing the subject without it being really obvious that you're changing the subject so um yeah, if if you can pick up on something and then say, oh wait, 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 I need to tell you, I need to tell you something else. You, you need to stop mm-hmm. for a moment because I need to tell you this story. Just I cannot wait to tell you because it, you reminded me of it or whatever. Um, but it's quite a hard thing to do. It is, and if you can
0: see it's getting heated, maybe you just take the bull by the horns and address it and say, "Hey, I mean, this is you know probably not the right conversation to be having." Mm-hmm. Um. We can pick this up at another time, but let's move on from that. Uh, And and that way you've acknowledged that this is a conversation that's getting heated and it's not the time or the place. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you can say, okay, listen, I think that you should both keep that conversation for after dinner and you can keep it to yourselves later and just make a joke of it in a kind of nice way you know
0: yeah or we'll keep then, it for after the weekend
1: yes or even so after dinner you two Just, can battle that out later yeah. on but now we're going to all talk about my wonderful dessert <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or whatever you know it's these things are very difficult very difficult they are,
0: they are very difficult to navigate but I sometimes think if the and here it goes back to the fact that the the people having this conversation should know better. So if you're having to bring it up as a host, they should pick up on it and say, mm. okay, we're not, this is not a subject that we're talking about now. Um, but I do think you have full right and permission to not go there. Now, if you're the host and you're bringing up the controversial subjects, and that's another thing, and that's really awkward for everyone else. Um, because obviously you're the host. (laughs) Um, and that's where you just, as a host, it's not the right forum. It's, you know, the, think about the purpose of the event. The purpose of the event is to bring your family together, bring your friends together and just have a nice time. It's not about to debate, um, the latest in politics or whatever's happening in the family. Um, so always just keep that in mind. Um, I have one story and it's it's one where um, there's aunts and they're always trying to outdo each other in what they bring. <laughs> you know, how you say, oh, I'll bring, I don't know, I'll bring the pumpkin pie or something. Um, so you'll have one, you'll say, oh, you bring the pumpkin pie, you bring the sweet potatoes. Um, but what if... And have you ever been in the situation where people are really competitive and you ask them to bring something and they'll bring the same thing that someone else has been allocated and pretend that they've they they forgot or they didn't realize or they'll bring two items and they'll bring the pumpkin pie and the sweet potato because actually everyone really really likes their pumpkin pie
1: oh no i haven't had that but i can imagine (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: this is a family favorite and it's gone down you know three generations so i thought i'd bring anyway so the 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 other person that's bought the pumpkin pie feels terrible
1: Mm -hmm. um yeah, but you just have to bring it all to the table, don't you?
0: Yes, it's like, you it's, do. It's like the rule of thumb that... But it's so naughty. It's, it's so it's, naughty. No, it, it, you shouldn't it do is, it.
1: It is, it is, but that's family <gasps> for you. But it's like if you, have, um, if you have a dinner party, and this has happened to me, where you've prepared a meal and, you've, you know, you've got guests coming and you've prepared your three, four courses and then your guests arrive and someone will say, I brought you this dessert. <laughs> You're like yeah or if you've made a dessert yes okay and this has happened so then you know what do you do do you serve their dessert do you serve your dessert do you serve both the desserts um but people just don't always always think no they don't (laughs) and they think they're being helpful Or yeah, either they think they're being helpful, or yes, it's a family wars. You know (laughs) that they're just sort of trying to outdo outdo one another. (laughs) Yeah, my cake is better than yours.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, and you're just like, oh great! And then you know, and then it just starts off. It's just the snowball effect. Think, gosh, when is this actually going to erupt? (sighs) Into um, but anyway, there's just so much to navigate with families at the
1: best of times but during the holidays yes, it's um it's much worse it's intensified you know 100% yeah. or more more to be honest but then you have the situations where you have um your mother-in-law saying have more food have more food eat more food why are you not having more you know and then you're like yeah. well actually sure I've had enough um, or I did not like it but I don't want to say so you have to sort of you know come up with that, reasons not to eat anymore and um You know, the conversations, you know, when are you getting married? Um, Mm. Why are you not having children now? Uh, You've been married and you don't have children yet. And, you know, know, these kind of questions, it's really awkward. And some people know that there are members in their family that will ask these questions. Mm -hmm. So they can kind of brace themselves a little bit or you can prepare your partner who's maybe new saying, listen, you know, (laughs) you're going to be asked these questions. So brace yourself, (laughs) brace yourself for them. Um, But these, you know, families are just can be very, very difficult, very difficult.
0: So on that note, Julia, I I go back to my original statement. I would just go away and (laughs) don't host over the holidays. Have a really nice holiday and, um, you know, avoid the whole season. No, um, seriously, though, like you say, prep. I mean, to summarise, prep, do what you can. But I do like the idea of, as a host, setting setting the intention for the for the meals to saying you know we're not talking about these subjects if that's of concern and um being you know being aware of your seating of who you're placing next to whom and you know trying to trying to make sure that the children are entertained and have enough yeah. to do so they're not completely destroying your home or your sanity.
1: I your um, sanity,
0: I know. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs>
1: it's a lot of responsibility, but I agree. And I think, you know, don't, conf- don't compare your family with what you see in the movies and social media, except your family has imperfections. Most families have oh. some level of drama. Just, you know, oh, yeah. play some happy music, lighten the moods and try and maintain a sense of humour.
0: Absolutely. And and then also, don't be afraid to give people jobs if they, um, you know, if you don't want them touching your main course. Sometimes I find that mm. I'm making a main course, and I want to do it according to the way I do it. And then someone will go, oh, and they will just sprinkle some herbs on it, but they haven't chopped it up properly in a time that's going to ruin it. I've done all the hard work. Um, so, yes, so give don't them interfere. Chores. Yeah, <laughs> give don't them interfere, chores. but ask, ask if you can help. And honestly, um, as a host, if no one's asking you if you can help, then maybe direct them kindly <laughs> mm,
1: yeah.
0: to do a few things for you. Um, but generally have a good, I mean, it, it is a, it is a beautiful time of the year. It is, so nice that you have people to celebrate and I'm always thankful for that and I I think there are so many people that are on their own and would you know kill for this um opportunity Mm, to um have family however dysfunctional no family is you know like a hallmark movie um so accept it accept it for its flaws and navigate it and really think about it in a head um and Also, don't put yourself under loads of pressure. You don't have to cook everything. You know, there are so many great options you can pick up. Let's make this enjoyable for everyone so that you don't feel stressed out, burnt out and just exhausted um, at the end of the season, which I think we we all feel a bit bit like. Um, And have a cocktail.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Have a cocktail. Have a cocktail. (laughs) A cocktail helps.
0: As always, thank you for listening. We love hearing from you. If you have any topics or suggestions that you would like to be covered, please reach out to us at Manners Matter 2 or follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and you can subscribe on the links below. See you next time. And remember, be nice and Manners Matter 2.